0: We pick up at the top of duff seventy three iron kimmel. Uh, and we are, this is the last daf in this uh, Perik, uh, chapter 6 of, uh, of, of Pesachim. And uh, what we see, we had been, uh, we quote from our Mishnah, Shachato'o shalol ochlav. Uh, if you shecht uh, the animal, uh, the Pesach offering on Shabbat for those people who can't eat it, uh, or for those people who uh, who never registered on it, um, <clears throat> then you'd be liable for a chatat. Okay, the Gemara says, uh, That that's surely obvious. Uh, the, the reason is because, you know, you haven't done a proper shkita. Uh, you haven't, your shkita has not achieved anything. Therefore, you've killed an animal on Shabbat. Obviously, that would make you chayev for breaking Shabbat. The Gemara says, no. Uh, when it came to the last part of the Mishnah, uh, if you recall what it said there, we said that if you uh, shecht it for people that can eat it and can't eat it, for arelim uh, and mulim, uh, etc. And uh, we say that uh, you would be exempt. Uh, that's the only reason it taught the first case. Tana it teaches you that you are Chayav. Uh, the Gemara uh, continues with this line of thinking. It says nami But the last case uh, is also obvious because since you shechted it for the for the sake of people that could eat it, uh, that, that they needed to have that Pesach shechted on uh, on on Shabbat for them. So therefore, there's no Kiddush over there. Um, Hatam uh, You know, in terms of because it's valid. In terms of Shabbat, you obviously are Pater, uh, okay, because you were perfectly allowed uh, to do that. Uh, so therefore, both parts of the Mishnah are therefore necessary uh, So therefore, because the Mishnah taught uh, the case of if shechting uh, the Pesach offering for uh, another uh, designation on Shabbat, uh, taught us uh, for those people that uh, can't eat it. Uh, and then it continued, uh, gufa um, uh, and and the reason uh, you know for for it for for this uh, a, a different um, designation uh, why do you need such a thing I'm we needed to teach us uh, the machlokhi between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua uh, so it carried on teaching us about uh, these laws even though we, we it, it might not have ne- absolutely been necessary to teach us that but uh, we would we could have worked it out and derived it ourselves, uh, but it just taught it us to taught us uh, to to the, the differences uh, between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua, as we uh, had mentioned in our Mishnah. Okay, uh, continuing. Ama lay Rav Huna bar Chanina la Levrai. Rav Huna bar Chanina said to his son, Kiyaz uh, la When you go in front of Rav Zurka ask him the following question: De devre omer makalkel be'chabura patur. According to the opinion uh, that says if you uh, put, make a wound in something on Shabbat, uh, that is a purely destructive act. And uh, and there is an opinion that says a purely destructive act on Shabbat uh, is, uh, uh, is you are exempt uh, for that because there's no constructive purpose. The whole point about uh, doing malachot on Shabbat is what's known as machshevet. Uh, um, um, uh, you know, constructive work. And this is something destructive. Uh, and therefore, you shouldn't be liable uh, for doing something absolutely destructive uh, on, on, on Shabbat. Uh, and, you know, so, so that is, uh, you know, ask him uh, that question. Uh, uh, he says, so according to that opinion, sorry, uh, what happens if you shecht uh, for people who can't eat it? Chayev. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, why? Uh, you know, Martin, uh, what have you done in terms of why would you be liable for this? What what ends up happening if you shift it for someone uh, that, uh, you, that that can't eat it? So you've gone and killed an animal, but you know what's the point of of killing an animal? What constructive purpose have you done uh, with this uh, killing of the animal? So you've killed an animal, so why uh, would you actually be liable for that? Surely it's a purely destructive. Uh, action uh, that you've performed, and therefore you should be exempt. And the answer to that is: take uh, what is the improvement? Imalu Uh, This is something we discuss really in uh, Zwachim. There's a whole chapter about this in Zwachim in terms of if you found a disqualification in an animal, uh, if it is already up on the altar, uh, then it is in some cases allowed to stay up uh, on the altar. So in this case, uh, this this animal that you've now put up on the altar, uh, if it's found out that... um, the owners uh, you know uh, wouldn 't be able to eat it uh, still, in that case, it continues uh, to be brought up on the altar you don 't yank it off the altar uh, and pull it down. you allow it to continue, and the pieces get burned up, uh, etc and therefore uh, they they are burned on the altar, so uh, there is some constructive purpose that you 've had over there. Uh, the Gomorrah continues along uh, this uh, this path shato uh, venimsa Balmum. Uh, if you check it, uh, and uh, and then it's found to have a blemish uh, on it, uh, it says, if you would be liable." For a uh, sin offering. Again, the Gomorrah asks, My uh, surely it's a, why wouldn't this be a purely destructive act? Uh, you, what have you improved uh, over here? You know, that that, that you should be liable uh, and you've done something constructive by Shechthan's animal. Uh, no, but sheba'in. You've improved it if it was a small blemish. What is a small blemish? A cataract on the eye. Okay, some kind of uh, thing on the animal's eye and this goes according to Rabbi Akiva who says uh, even in that case it's a kind of mum uh, that you do not have to completely remove the animal from the altar if you find it over there you're not supposed to bring it up, if you did bring it up uh, and you only discover this later uh, then uh, it does also uh, get kept up on the altar and get burned on on the altar so therefore that's another example of uh, a a construction of purpose that you've done uh, with this animal even though it's a Balmum. A third example, uh, in terms of if you checked it and you find out uh, in some hidden place, for example, there was a tear in the lung uh, which renders the animal a I i.e. not able to live another 12 months, which according, that's according to most opinions, what, how you define a traifa uh, So we see that uh, within that uh, that time period, uh, you, you, you are exempt from a, uh, an offering uh, in terms of because you thought that you were doing something correct on Shabbat. Meanwhile, it turns out uh, that this animal was not fit to be shechted. But you had no way of knowing it. Okay, However, the implication is uh, if there was something that you should have seen uh, outside, uh, you know, in terms of a trafer, uh, there are external factors uh, that you'd be able to see from the outside uh, that the animal uh, is a trafer uh, It says in that case you would be hive uh, for for uh, shechting this animal. Animal, because surely you should have looked at it carefully and seen that this animal is a treifer and therefore you should not have shechted it on Shabbat because there's no way it could have been eaten. Uh, so the Gomorrah again asks the same question, Maa Tikain, uh, what constructive act have you done by killing this animal? And the Gomorrah answers, Tikain, Potsa, I nevela Even shechting an animal, uh, takes it away from the tumour of novella. A is where an animal dies by itself, uh, and once an animal dies by itself, uh, its carcass uh, transmits a high level of tumour, what's known as an ava uh and, uh, and uh, in terms of that uh, by by it, uh, even though the animal is a trafer, Granted, it can't be eaten, but on the other hand, uh, you have removed uh, in any severe form of tumour on this animal. It, it becomes a normal carcass, uh, but it doesn't transmit tumour. Okay, so so therefore, that is the constructive purpose, even though uh, the animal is a trafer in an external place. Uh, okay, la Ravina, Ravina doesn't like this. He says, hi, Dathanya, we have a to teaching something else. So, so now God does, uh, you know, a, a, so a lot of uh, bad things. Uh, you shecht outside the Beit HaMikdash, chatat, uh, so that's one sin. Uh, you shecht it on Shabbat, that's a second sin. And uh, and moreover, you shecht it for the sake of idolatry. Uh, you, you'd you be liable for a third sin. Uh, and uh, in terms of this, uh, there, there wasn't any proper warning and, and things like that. Uh, therefore, uh, Uh, You are liable uh, if you repent uh, afterwards, you be liable. There are three separate sins that you've done uh, breaking Shabbat, shifting outside the Beit HaMikdash and doing Avodah Zorah, idolatry. So, therefore, you know, that you you are liable for all of those uh, three things. And it says, um, again, you know, what uh, in terms of this, surely you might be uh, exempt uh, because there's a, a purely destructive act, okay? And uh, you know, it, it doesn't it, there's no um, positive, constructive purpose that you've committed, uh, by, you know, or, or achieved by doing this. And the Gemara says, At least what you've done is taken this animal out of the uh, out of a, a position where it is uh, and even even non-Jews are not allowed to eat a limb pulled off a limbing animal. And uh, and here too. Uh, we are saying that the animal is um uh is now able to be eaten really by non Jews. Uh, you know, because they don't have the issue of uh, uh something that was uh, uh fixed up on Shabbat and uh they also don't, you know, have uh, an issue of, of eating something that was shifted outside the temple. And also, uh, in, in terms of idolatry, they, they uh, are, you know, not forbidden from eating animals uh, in terms of idolatry. Okay, so in all of these cases, even though that last one uh, is quite an interesting one because, you know, we uh, something and, and you improving it for a non-Jew, uh, that that's maybe seen as a bit of a stretch in terms of it, but uh, does seem to uh, pass the test over here and and we say that is the the minor improvement that uh, you have done uh, in terms of that's why it's called constructive. Okay Good. Uh, now we shachato uh, uh, v'noda. We we quote the last part of our Mishnah. Uh, if you shake the Pesach offering uh, and then afterwards the owners have died, uh, you find out the owners have died. You uh, are exempt from a chatat. Now before we uh, discuss that in any detail, uh, the Gemara seems to go on a bit of a tangent uh, and then uh, brings it back uh, to, uh, to you know the, this this tangent comes back to uh, to to uh, you know to what we've just learned over here. So even though this doesn't really have anything to do with uh, uh, the Korban Pesach, uh, we will relate it in a bit. Okay, so Amarav Huna, Amarav, uh, Rav Huna says in the name of Rav, Asham Shinitak Luria, an Asham uh, that needs to be sent out to graze. Uh, What are we talking about? Yeah, uh generally what happens is there are uh the, the there's aomosshimisina uh, that says uh, there are five instances uh, there's uh the mnemonic which is vatimna uh, and uh, uh which teaches us that if it's a child of a khatat if a khatat has a baby uh, that you know that that baby is left to die uh, and uh uh and if the owner achieved uh, uh um uh khatat if, if the khatat gets lost and then the owner achieves atonement through another khatat uh and if the owner or if the owner dies uh before he manages he's designated this khatat as a as a uh, an uh, to bring for one of its sin that he committed and then he dies in all of those cases, in those five cases we're not going to go through all of them now uh in those five cases uh a, a khatat is left to die uh, the 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 lomosshi also says um that uh uh, that if an animal chetat uh, is left to die in the same situation, a nasham, which is brought for uh, different sins, a asham offering, a guilt offering, uh, is uh, is meant to be uh, uh, sent out to the field uh, until it gets a blemish, in which case it is uh, offered up. Uh, the, the the animal is sold, and with the money you bring an olah offering, a totally burnt up offering. Okay, so we see that a nasham can turn into an olah. Okay that's the takeaway from uh, this little bit, Uh, and uh, if an asham gets sent out to pasture and waiting for it to get a blemish, if you shecht it uh, without it, getting a blemish uh, just yet, okay, Um, uh, then that is good uh, as an ola okay uh, it is good as an olah. if you checked it stam i without any explicit intention uh, and we see that uh, we, the, 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 we've, we've learned from there if you checked uh, this asham uh, it is good as an ola and therefore alma we uh, derive from here kasavar law by akira you don't need uh, an explicit uprooting of the animal's designation uh, what we do is we say Uh, You know, even if it was shifted without uh, any um, explicit statement of uh, change, uh, it is valid. So the Gemara says, hold on one sec, Uh, if you're saying that uh, the way it's meant to work is as follows, is that uh, the, the... um, animal is sent out to pasture. Okay. Well, firstly, the the owner gets um uh, atonement through another animal. Okay. Uh, animal one. Uh, and he gets atonement through animal two. Animal one uh, then gets uh, uh um oh sorry let, let let's say the owners have died in this case. Okay. So this, this is the same animal. Okay. Um and. Uh, uh, or achieves atonement, you know, that it can either be uh, either one of these things, the Hashem, Uh and, and um, he gets uh, and another animal is offered up. In one of those two cases, uh, the, the original animal is sent out uh, to graze in the field. Okay, so we have uh, an owner designating it. Then we have uh, it uh, something happening either to the owner or uh, you know he gets atonement through another animal or dies. Okay, uh, so this animal is now sent out to graze. Okay, so it was it was set aside uh, for a proper offering. Uh, something happened. It was. Uh, never it was uh, not uh, offered and then it gets sent out to gray So we have those uh, two points and then uh, what's meant to happen the third thing that's meant to happen is meant to get a blemish and then after that it's meant to get sold uh, uh, for the uh, for, for money uh, and, and you bring an Ola offering so what happens if you kind of mixed up the order uh, and we say that uh, the owner has achieved atonement and earlier on uh, in the process and it hasn't been sent out to graze yet even if it wasn't sent out to graze uh, and the owner has achieved atonement for example or, or died or whatever the case is uh, and uh, we say it should also be uh, good you know you should also be able to shift it then as an Allah because after all the owner has still achieved atonement after all uh, so maybe you could sk- skip out uh, those last uh, um, uh, parts of the of the process and the governor says no what do we do uh, we, we worried and we say no it's only after uh we we don't allow this uh that early in the process because otherwise what you're going to do is you're going to uh um bring it too far forward in the process i e the owner would have not achieved atonement through another animal uh uh and uh you know and 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 he, he won't have achieved atonement at all, and then uh what's going to uh you know, it's 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 before you know if you if you leave it if you say that you can jump the queue uh, as it were and, and and do things before the the order that specific order that we mentioned uh, what's going to happen is that uh, you'll already uh, shecht it for the sake of uh before the owner has achieved atonement with another animal and actually this is a total asham uh, before the owner has achieved atonement uh, and therefore it it it, it still uh, maintains its status okay and. Uh, and that's it. So, even you know, that's only after the owner has achieved its status should it be sent out to graze. And then, as we see, that if you if you um, uh, before it even gets a blemish, if you uh, used it as an ola, so then that, that's fine. Okay, but we can't skip the process too much. Minai um, Tamra, where do we say that is the case? Uh, did none. As we learnt in a Mishnah, Asham Shemaytu Baalav, an Asham whose owner died, or Shneka Balav, or the owner achieved atonement through another sacrifice, Yerei Adiist it should be sent out to graze until it gets blemished. As we explained, uh, then it gets sold, and its money should fall uh, to uh, this uh, what's known as the, uh, the the animals that get. Uh, um Brought up uh, on the altar. Uh, okay, uh, and uh, the, the, that when there's, it's known as Kates uh, the the animals get brought up when there's nothing else going on to the very almost like a dessert for the Mizbah. Rebellierza, that's the Tanakamah's opinion. Rebeleza or Yamut, sorry, they they die. Uh, he, he says it's very similar to uh, they whose owners have died or achieved atonement. He says it follows the same law, and Hashem, he says, uh, uh, is, is treated exactly the same way as a katata. It has to die. Uh, Rabbi Yeshua Omer. Now, uh, we have a third opinion. Rabbi Yeshua says, uh, once you once it uh, developed a blemish, uh, you sell it, uh, and then you bring your own Ola uh, with the money. Okay, it's not uh, it's it doesn't uh, you know um, uh, necessarily you know given you know it's not a communal uh, thing. It's your own Ola. So now, what is Rabbi Yeshua? The implication of the last statement of Rabbi Yeshua, but uh, above in uh, in terms of the owner, as long as the owner achieves atonement, uh, the animal already has uh, lost its own status, as therefore as an and then really gets uh, transferred over to uh becoming a uh, an olah itself aval uh gufo so it's only you know it, we wait until it, it develops a blemish and then uh, we sell it and we bring the owner uh, we bring the the offering with the money and that's what we're saying here uh but amav in aval gufo law you know it itself shouldn't be brought up as an olah. okay uh, but uh, you know that's the the money uh, is used up okay that it's uh, we 're not supposed to use this asham as an Ola. so therefore, what do we know the uh, because what do we say uh, otherwise what 's going to happen is that someone 's going to get confused and say, Oh, uh, I remember last time we brought this uh, asham as uh, as an Ola. so therefore we 're doing it again uh, and and meanwhile they didn 't know that in the previous case the previous time, the owner had already achieved atonement uh, with um you know, with with another Asham, and therefore it's different from here, where the owner has not achieved atonement through another Asham. So that's the Gzaira okay um and now that after that whole uh you know kind of uh, introduction uh we finally uh, bring it back uh to what we've been learning about rav so rav Kista, uh, you know argued against rav Huna, uh in terms of uh, of al- Mishnah. shakhatu she Right? what happens in terms of uh, our you know, our Mishnah if you checked a, a, a Pesach offering on Shabbat and then afterwards you find out uh, that the owners had uh, withdrawn from this uh, Pesach offering and now it's actually got uh, no owners, uh, they'd registered for a new one uh, or the owner died uh, or became tame, all of those cases uh, you are the, these people are exempt from bringing a khatat, even though they have have shechted this animal on Shabbat and you might think that uh, therefore it's for no purpose so therefore they might be liable. We say no, uh, they shechted uh, with permission. Uh, We learnt about this. It says, If this was in terms of a uh, a weekday, uh, well then uh, there's no one to eat the Pesach offering. Uh, Then it gets burnt up uh, straight away uh, as we're going to see that uh, when an animal has got something inherently uh, wrong with it, uh, then it gets burnt up uh, straight away. However, if it's uh, uh, an external factor uh, that uh, you know, as as we'll you know, maybe some of these the things that we're going to see are external to the animal itself. Nothing wrong with the animal itself, uh, but it's external to the animal. Uh, you know, then uh, what happens is what you're going to do is is uh, what's known as uh, um, we're going to see now uh, this thing where its it, it, its appearance has to change. Change. It's it for master change okay yes ref me out yeah mata bishlama baikira if you say as we started off saying uh, that uh an offering that has got no owner, it had needs explicit uprooting uh, from its previous state for for, for it to change. Ha pesachu, still, uh, you know, it, you still shifted it for the sake of the pesach. No one changed it. Okay, uh, it's still carried on in terms of uh, uh, it's, it's still actually a pesach. The, you know, it's not your fault that the owners left. Uh, so this is still a pesach. can, the late lay The fact that it's got no owners, havelah uh, Now uh, it's an inherent. um, uh, defects in it, uh, uh, you know, and and, and says, uh, I'm, I'm too uh, and therefore because it's it's uh, you know it's got no owners, uh, it's an inherent disqualification. Like uh, it's as if the body of the offering uh, is uh, not no good anymore. It was sacrificed for no purpose, and therefore should be burned straight away. However, uh, that is the one way of looking at ella law by akira. But if you say that there is no uh, you don't need an explicit uprooting of its previous status, uh, but what happens is uh, it becomes automatically changed uh, when uh, the owners die or uh, or, or, or change offerings, uh, etc. Uh, then uh, it, it uh, you know it, it's not an explicit uh, change, but. You don't need an explicit change. It just happens automatically. So therefore, uh, there's no longer defined as a Pesach. Because, for example, if it's got no owners anymore, all the owners have uh, just deregistered from it and re-registered on another Korban, uh, it automatically turns into a Shlamim. You know, if you don't need... Uh, a, a specific uprooting uh, statement. It obviously then turns into a shlamim. Uh, so then what's the puzzle from? Uh, uh, that is like uh, you know uh, another uh, thing altogether. And what is that? We've now shifted what you thought was a Pesach, but actually ends up being a shlamim after the tamid of the afternoon. Uh, so therefore, what you need is what, as we said, uh, explained before, tura its form has to change, uh, the form has to, to kind of go off, uh, you have to leave and you know, it becomes uh, once, uh, literally it's not something physical that happens, uh, but any animal that you leave overnight, uh, what's known as lina, uh, the lina status takes place and therefore the animal has to get burnt, but you have to leave it overnight in order for that disqualification to take place, uh, then it becomes like notar in the morning. Okay. D'atanya, uh, and we learn in a Abra'ah about this. Yeah, klar, this is the general rule. Course, any uh, and a sacrifice that uh, its defect is in the body of it. the animal itself is burned straight away. Uh, however, if the if the um, if it's only in the blood or in the owners uh, over there, uh, what do you do? Uh, you have to wait until its form changes, uh, and I leave it overnight. and only then uh, can it be burnt the next morning. So therefore, we said, as we started off saying, uh, the Pesach that was shifted on a weekday, and then afterwards, we found out the owners of diet should be burned straight away. That goes against what Rav Huna said, uh, that you need um uh, you know that uh, offering that that has got uh, no owners on it uh, has to have an explicit uh, kira uh, in order for its status to change. So therefore, ella lav stam kasher olah. So therefore, you can't say that uh, you know that rav says the uh, sasham that you shechted stam, which is what we started off with, uh, is good as an olah. Uh, okay. So therefore, how do you have to do it? Ella ema, you have to say as follows: shachato l'shem ola kasher. Uh, you have to say that, no, he uprooted it uh, specifically and said, no, this animal is good as an ola. In that case, uh, kasher, that is good. Uh, alma, by akira. So, therefore, what you learn from here is that you actually do need the akira. You do need uh, the uh, an explicit uprooting. So, we've actually changed, uh, the, you know, we had a problem with Rav saying, how could it be that he doesn't need akira? Uh, here we say uh, Rav's uh, point is actually that you do need akira. Okay, that's uh, so. So we kind of change what Rav says. That's uh, one answer. Rabbi gamda But what about Rav here, Gagamda? Uh, he says. P uh, Chabura. This answer was uh, thrown out from a collection of uh, um, uh, the Chabura. He says, in terms of this, he says, what happens uh, in terms of uh, if it, you know, the, if uh, they say uh, you, you need to explicitly say uh, and uproot this animal is where the owners were tame. Uh, with with the tumor of mates during Pesach Rishon and they were pushed off uh, to Pesach Sheni uh, because then uh, they still want this animal to be a Pesach so it's good as a Pesach because what we'd said uh, was in most cases a Pesach Uh, after Pesach is useless uh, because of the fact and therefore the whole year it's got to be shechted as a a shlamim. However, uh, there are limited cases. For example, as we said, if a person is uh, tame on Pesach Rishon, he has to bring a Pesach Shani. So this animal, uh, this Pesach is still good for another month. Okay, and... um, and therefore, uh, what you say in order to mess up this animal, you have to have an explicit case of uh, uprooting uh, its its nature. Ahu Dubai um, akira. So you know this is only there uh, that in this, this type of case that you need uh, to to mention akira to uproot the, this explicitly. Ha alma law by akira. So uh, obviously from there, it's only in these special cases that you need this to do this akira. Uh, but if you wanted to do it, uh, in In general, uh, law by Akira, you don't need uh, to uproot it. uh, According to this, uh, you know, uh, surely our missionaries seem to say that uh, this um, Akira is necessary. So therefore, Elam Ravuna, brother of Rav Yosher. So Ravuna, the son of Rav Yoshua, says, No. Hakamaskina. What are we talking about here now? Mishnah. Hang on. Shefrishu, korem So what did you do? You separated the animal before chatzot. Okay. And then uh, after chatzot passes, after midday comes, uh, then it becomes their offering. Umeit baalim And then the owners die after chatzot. Uh, the That is what's known as it was fit at a point in time and then it was pushed aside uh, and that is uh, one of it's a very severe disqualification uh, that's anything that was uh, uh, fit and then gets pushed aside uh, it doesn't um, come and it doesn't ever come back uh, to its situation of being fit again okay so it's almost uh, like worse if you were able to do something and you never uh, did it uh, and then you you know you can't come back uh, from that it's much harder to come back even you know when you were able to do something in the first place and then uh, you don't do it that's almost like a worse disqualification as if you know it, uh, that, that, that's worse all right so that's known as nira and Netge a big topic um, has applications, uh, not just in sacrificial things, uh, it happens, uh, there's a discussion in the Gomorrah and Sukkah uh, with berries, uh, you know, on the, on the dust, uh, leaves, etc. If, uh, you know, too many berries grow and they outnumber the leaves, uh, that's no good, etc. So, you know, that, that it comes up in other concepts, Nira and Okay. Uh, not our uh, main topic now. Just you know, we're just mentioning that. Uh, but you know, that's uh, you know one of the answers that we give. However, uh, the Gemara comes and uh, says no. The whole point that we're trying to sort out here uh, in terms of Rav and Rav said that uh, you don't need even even know yeah, uh, Rav his it was Rav Hista in the name of Rav said uh, that you don't need uh, if you just check the Shasham uh, as an Allah you just shecht it as it you don't have to have you know just stum sorry uh, you know it, it turns into a lie uh, so therefore uh, this this whole discussion that we've been having do you need to explicitly uproot it or can you just do it uh, stum uh, and we said in, in terms of Rav's opinion Rav's got a different opinion uh, he says if the animal is alive it uh, can never be uh, for, rejected forever okay it was once it was really shechted that's another story Uh, but an animal that was living can't be pushed aside, uh, you know, uh, that easily. All right, so so that's not a good answer. Ella, Amra Papu, we try again. Uh, Hi, Mani, who is this uh, thing that, uh, you know, in terms of... on a weekday, uh, it has to get, uh, you know, burned. Uh, it says Uh it's like uh, Rabeliezi, as we've uh, seen uh, as well. Yesterday, we saw the that uh, you know, and we haven't got to yet. Uh, we haven't, uh, this other opinion of, I mean, the Rabeliezi that we did yesterday, uh, there's opinion of, of uh, another Rabeliezi in terms of shechting animal. If you shekhtin another animal, uh, animal like a shlamim for the sake of of the Pesach uh, it would be disqualified and and here he said if it's the disqualification would actually be in the body of the Pesach because it wasn't shechted as a Pesach uh, and uh, you know that's um, and interestingly, he seems to hold, uh, the, you know, the opinion we know, that the Pesach itself has to be shexted, uh, for its own sake, otherwise it's no good. Uh, what he seemed to be saying and adding is that uh, even uh, shechting another animal uh, for the sake of the Pesach would not be uh, good. That would also disqualify it. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> that's that. Um, and... Uh, uh, and you know, if that's the case though we we still don't like that answer, uh, because if we say that Rebelyzeh, uh, Khatat, Nami he would say that you are liable, Khatat. Why dahai, lait mitzvah patur. We had yesterday that Rebelyzeh it was a very strict view when it came to a To'e Budavara mitzvah if, if someone was trying to achieve uh, doing a mitzvah and uh, he um he uh, makes a mistake uh, with it. Uh, Rabbi seems seemed to say, listen, sorry for you, uh, you should have been more careful. Uh, we had Rabbi Yeshua uh, yesterday and Rabbi Meir was the most lenient one of all of those things in that case. So therefore, uh, we finally get to an answer. Era Rav Yosef We say that uh, Rav Yosef, the son of Rav Salah Chasida, says, Papa, in front of Rav Papa." Uh, what does he say? "Ha'Emani, who does this guy like Yosef ben Chunya?" He. We say that like uh, Rav Yosef ben Chunya. Ah, uh, as we learned in a Mishnah, uh, Yosef ben Chunya, um, He says, "Anishkatim Pesach." if you shechts an animal for the sake of a Pesach, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, or for the purpose of a chathat, uh, psulin, uh, you know, it, uh, they are puzzle, okay, that, uh, you know, because he agrees uh, with Reb as explained, uh, it's not just uh, Shechting them for the Pesach, for the sake of something else, or uh, khatat for the sake of something else, even if you Shecht other animals for their sakes, uh, uh, the sake of a khatat or a Pesach that aren't a or a Pesach, uh, that messes it up. Okay, Alma, Psula He, they are therefore pussel in their own inherent body, so once it's inherent, Mishumachhi uh, as a result of that, they get burnt immediately. Uh, um, uh, Frute, uh, Sava, like Rabbi Yeshua. However, uh, in, terms of, uh, a, a, a uh, in terms of a pature, in terms of for it to be uh you know, that. um he holds like Rav Yoshua, who says that Tareid b'Mitzvah. Uh, you know you are exempt. So therefore, we see that uh, th- this is a, a good answer. Rav Yosef ben Chana uh, uh, is a good answer. However, um, we we now try and venture another answer, but this is ultimately going to get rejected. Uh, Rav Ashi says, Rav Kama Rav Yishmel, Rabbi Yochanan ben Bruka. Maybe Rav was was speaking about Nasham in terms of Rav the son of Rabbi Yochanan ben What's that statement? He says uh, If there's enough time Maybe you should work out uh, if the owners have retracted uh, and and withdrawn their hands from this korban, uh, you know, and and work out that there's no owners here. Uh, You have to work out, you have to try see, you know, somehow uh, have some kind of surveillance to see if the owners are still alive, uh, if the owners became tame, all of these things. Uh, it says if there has to be enough time in which to to do it. Chayev, uh, he says, if there was time to do that, you should have automatically known about it. Hard to see uh, without instant communication how you would necessarily know that. But anyway, two um, bar, uh, and and once uh, that that kind of happened, you have to leave it overnight, and then it uh, form changes, and you have to uh, burn it. And then only afterwards uh, burn it. Uh, my timer, what is the reason? Love, mishum the Lord by Akira. Surely that's uh, it, doesn't need uh, a, a, a formal uprooting, okay? And, and therefore, if it doesn't need a formal uprooting, uh, it's not an inherent disqualification in the animal. Uh, surely that's the case. And The word says, me my. How do you know that is correct? Uh, maybe it's because he agrees with what Rabbi Bavua says. So, uh, you know, even something, one of the strictest things of all, uh, pigal uh, he says, still, uh, you can't burn immediately. Still, he almost holds that everything has to be kept overnight. So it develops a disqualification uh, and uh, and its form changes. Di'alif avon avon minotar. He learns it out uh, because there is a gazair shava in terms of the word avon. Okay, one is, you know, in terms of uh, uh, intention being incorrect and the other one is in terms of notar, something that is left over uh, beyond a certain period of time. Dear Lord if you don't say this, in terms of uh, owners that became, uh, tame. Uh, what would you say? Hi, vada by kira. So surely, you know, they they need kira, uh, Surely, this animal has to, uh, you know, get uprooted. Uh, Dama Bagamda As we saw this Vipya Khabura from the from the, the group of students who go and Pesach balem. Uh, the, you know, you need to uproot the animal. Uh, you know, you need to uproot this. Uh, this in the case where the owners uh, were impure uh, with. To math mate and they were pushed off uh, to. Pesach uh, Shani, and therefore you know, in order to change the status of the offering, it should remain a Pesach, because that's what they want uh, so therefore to change it, you have to do it explicitly, uh, so therefore we reject uh, that uh, previous answer uh, and we say, as we saw earlier uh, Yosef ben Chonai, He, we say this answer is best uh, in terms of answered, in terms of Yosef ben Chonai, uh, and therefore on a weekday, it's burned straight away, on Shabbat um, you are not lying to a Khatat. All right, Hadrunak Elo Uh we have finished Vejratashim Hashem with you know the the, the sixth Peric of uh, of uh, and we move on to the seventh Peric tomorrow. Vejratashim, everyone should have a greater